0: Hello, and welcome to the Happily Ever After podcast. My name is Mason Sontag, and I will be your storyteller for today. Today, we're going to dive into the fourth part of our investigation into Hans Christian Anderson's The Snow Queen. Today is the fifth story, entitled The Little Robber Girl. Before we get started, I just wanted to acknowledge and apologize a mistake I've made on the last several podcasts. Before each podcast begins, I will make a land acknowledgement as I'm in Ithaca, New York currently, I've mentioned that the land that I'm currently recording on was part of the traditional homeland of the Cayuga Nation. However, that was not wholly correct. Ithaca and the surrounding area were also part of the traditional homeland of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy. All right, ready to go? Let's begin. Gerda and her carriage drove through the dark forest, but the coat shone like a torch. It dazzled the eyes of a group of robbers, and that they couldn't stand. "'It's gold! It's gold!' they shouted, and rushed forward, seizing the horses. They knocked out the small jockeys, the coachman, and the servants, and then pulled little Gerda out of the carriage. "'She's plump! She's fine! She's fattened with nut kernels!' said the old robber woman, who had long, wiry whiskers and eyebrows that hung down over her eyes." She's as good as a little fattened lamb. Oh, how delicious she'll taste. And she drew out her shiny knife, and it gleamed in a horrible way. Ow! the old woman suddenly cried out. She had been bitten in the ear by her own little daughter, who hung on her back and was so wild and unkempt it was a joy to see.
1: You nasty little
0: brat, her mother said, and forgot about slaughtering Gerda. She's to play with me, the little robber girl said. "'She's to give me her muff, her beautiful dress, and sleep with me in my bed.' "'And she bit her mother again. "'So the robber woman leapt into the air and turned round, "'and all the robbers laughed and said, "'Ho, ho, ho! See how she dances with her young brat!'
1: "'I want to go inside the
0: coach,' the little robber girl said, "'and simply had to have her will, for she was so spoilt and so stubborn. "'She and Gerda sat down in it, and then they drove over tree stumps and thorn bushes deeper into the forest. The little robber girl was as big as Gerda, but stronger and more broad-shouldered. Her eyes were almost black, so they looked almost sad. She took Gerda by the waist and said,
1: They're not going to kill you, as long as I don't get angry with you.
0: Are you really a princess? No, little Gerda said, and told her everything she had experienced. And how fond she was of little Kay. The robber girl looked at her very seriously, nodded slightly, and said,
1: They are not going to kill you, and if I nevertheless should happen to get angry with you, I'd
0: rather do it myself. And then she dried Gerda's eyes and stuffed both her hands in the lovely muff, which was so soft and so warm. Now the coach came to a stop. There, in the middle of the courtyard, was the robber's castle. There were great cracks in it from top to bottom. Ravens and crows flew out of the open holes, and huge, fierce dogs, each of which looked as if they could swallow a whole human being, leapt high into the air. But they didn't bark, for that was forbidden. In the large old sooty hall, a large fire was burning in the middle of the stone floor. The smoke gathered up under the roof and had to find its own way out. A large cauldron of soup was stewing, and both hares and rabbits were being turned on a spit. "'Don't sleep with me here, along with my small animals,' the robber girl said. They were given food and drink, and then they went over into a corner where straw and blankets lay. Above them on perches sat almost a hundred pigeons, all of which seemed to be asleep, although they turned slightly when the young girls came. "'They are all mine,' the little robber girl said, and swiftly grabbed one of those closest held it by its legs and shook it so that it flapped its wings. Kiss it, she cried out, and slapped Gerda in the face with it. There, the forest rascals are sitting, she continued, and further back showed a host of bars that had been fixed in front of a hole high up in the wall.
1: There, forest rascals, those two. They'll fly off at once if one doesn't
0: have them securely behind bars. Oh, and here's my old poo. And she pulled out by the antlers, A reindeer that had a shiny copper ring round its neck and was bound. We also have to have him tied up,
1: otherwise he would run away from us. Every single evening I tickle his throat with my sharp
0: knife, so he's afraid of it. And the little girl pulled out a long knife out of a cleft in the wall and let it glide over the reindeer's neck. The poor animal kicked out with its legs, the robber girl laughed and pulled Gerda down onto her lap. Are you going to have the knife with you when you sleep? Gerda said, and gave it a rather scared look. I always sleep with my knife, the little robber girl said. You never know what
1: might happen. But say again what you told me about little Kay, and why you set
0: out into the great wide world. So Gerda told her the story from the beginning, and the pigeons cooed up in their cage. The other pigeons slept. The little robber girl placed her arm round Gerda's neck, held the long knife in the other hand, and fell noisily asleep. But Gerda simply couldn't close her eyes. She didn't know if she was going to live or die. The robbers were sitting around the fire, singing and drinking, and the old robber woman was doing somersaults. Oh, it was quite terrible for the little girl to watch. Then the wood pigeon said,
1: Coo, oh, oo, oh, we've seen little Kay. A white hen bore his sledge. He sat in the Snow Queen's carriage, which straight down low above the forest where we lay in our nest. She blew on us young birds. All of them died except the two of us, too. Coo! Coo! What are you saying up there?
0: Gerda called out.
1: Where was the Snow Queen heading? Do you know anything about that? She's sure to have been on her way to Lapland, for there is always snow and ice there. Just ask the reindeer who's bound on the rope. There's ice and snow there. It's wonderful and marvellous there, the reindeer said. There, you can run around freely in the vast gleaming valleys. There, the Snow Queen has her summer tent, but her permanent palace is up near the North Pole, on the island they call Spitsbergen.
0: Oh, Kay, little Kay, Gerda said.
1: Lie still now,
0: the robber girl said.
1: Otherwise, I'll stick my knife in your stomach.
0: In the morning, Gerda told her all the wood pigeons had said, and the little robber girl looked quite serious, but nodded and said, It's all the same. It's all the same. Do you know where Lapland is? she asked the reindeer. Who
1: could know better than I
0: can? the animal said, and its eyes rolled around in its head. That is where I was
1: born and bred where I have cavorted in the fields of snow.
0: Listen, the little robber girl said to Gerda,
1: you can see that all our men are away at the moment, but the old woman's still here, and she stays put. But during the morning, she drinks from her big bottle, and then takes a little nap.
0: Now, I'm going to do something for you. She left out of bed, went over to her mother's neck, pulled her by the whiskers, and said, Good morning, my fine little nanny goat and her mother flicked her under the nose so it turned red and blue. But it was all out of pure affection. When her mother had drunk from her bottle and was taking a little nap, the robber girl went over to her reindeer and said, I really had this peculiar urge to tickle you many more times with my sharp knife, for you were
1: such fun then. But no matter. I will loosen your rope and help you outside so you can run off to Lapland, but you must go as fast as you ever can. And take this little girl from me to the Snow Queen's palace, where her playmate is. You've heard what she told me, for she spoke loudly enough, and you were eavesdropping.
0: The reindeer leapt into the air with joy. The robber girl lifted Little Gerda up and took the precaution of binding her, even giving her a cushion to sit on. It's all the same, she said. Here are your furry boots, for it will be
1: cold. But I'll keep them off myself. (laughs) It's too delightful. I won't let your hands freeze, even. "'Here are my mother's big mittens. "'They'll reach right up to your elbows. "'Stick your hands in.
0: "'Now your hands look just like those of
1: my hideous mother.' <laughs>
0: "'And Gerda cried with joy.
1: Oh, "'I can't stand you blubbering like that,'
0: the little robber girl said. "'You
1: should be looking very pleased instead right now. "'And here are two loaves of bread and a ham for you, "'so you won't go hungry.'
0: "'Both were fixed behind her on the reindeer.' The little robber girl opened the door, enticed all the big dogs inside, and then she cut through the rope and said to the reindeer, Off ye run, but take good care of the little girl. And Gerda stretched out her hands with the large mittens on each, out towards the robber girl and said goodbye. And the reindeer shot off over shrubs and tree stumps through the great forest, over bogs and steps as fast as it could. The wolves howled and the raven's cod. Those are my old northern lights, the reindeer said. Just look at how they gleam. And he shot off faster and faster through the night and day. The loaves were eaten, and the ham too. And then they were in Lapland. That's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week to catch Part 5, The Lap Woman and the Finnmark Woman. If you enjoyed today's podcast, or if you didn't, I'd love it if you could leave a rating or a review. It really helps me figure out how I can improve the podcast and make it better for you. Well, I'll see you next week. Bye now.